This year, we launched a new Goop travel series called The Goop List. I wanted a way to share annually what I found to be the best of the best, from my favorite places to stay in Italy to a truly special spa in Costa Rica. If you are inspired to travel more this year, perhaps because you perused our recommendations on the Goop list, hosting on Airbnb is excellent for people who frequently travel. The beauty of hosting on Airbnb is that while you're away, someone else can get as much joy from your home as you do. Alongside frequent travelers, Airbnb is also great for those who have extra space or an in-law suite that isn't always being used. If you've stayed at an Airbnb before, you know the unique experience it offers. Now you can share that same experience with others while earning some extra income. To learn more about hosting on Airbnb, head to airbnb.com host. When you are pioneering anything or introducing new ideas to the culture, you get criticized. You do? Yeah, did you hear about that? <laughs> I didn't find the one. I found someone I respected and we made it the one. In a sort of longing kind of view of love, people understand each other as if by magic. Nothing in itself is addictive on the one hand. On the other hand, everything could be addictive if there's an emptiness in that person that needs to be filled. I now know that nobody changes until they change their energy. And when you change your energy, you change your life. I'm Gwyneth Paltrow. This is the Goop Podcast bringing together thought leaders, culture changers, creatives, founders and CEOs, scientists, doctors, healers and seekers, here to start conversations, because simply asking questions and listening has the power to change the way we see the world. Here we go. My guest today is the Kim Kardashian. I loved getting a chance to sit down with Kim and learn more about her inner life. She told me about how her adolescent years shaped her and about her special relationship with her father. I asked Kim about how she manages social media with her children today and if she sees herself getting married again. We talked about how she approaches her different businesses, the launch of her skincare line, and why she diligently began pursuing a law degree. Let's get to my conversation with Kim Kardashian. I'm so interested in you internally and like how you work and what goes on. And I'm sort of less interested in the world's reaction to you, if that makes sense. I feel like at a time when I'm trying to just focus and chill and go on ski trips with my kids and just hang out, I feel like I've just been like put in these narratives of situations when you can't really control it. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know how to get myself out of the narrative but just keep my head down and stay focused. I think so. you actually do a, a beautiful job because the the other thing that I've observed about you is that you seem not to be reactive. You're a free thinker. And I I almost think like you having that level of like freedom of thought could be threatening to people, right? Okay, God, I have so many things to ask you. First of all, I love your podcast. It's Thank really you. great. And when I was first looking for it and I searched on, I didn't realize it was on Spotify. So I on Apple and I was like Kim Kardashian podcast in the search. And there's like a million podcasts that mm. are like this one talking about this part. You know, they're like all these oh, podcasts wow, that, that revolve around sort of talking about your life. And it struck me 
that I was like, gosh, the, the industry that is you and the sort of concentric circles of that are so massive now. And I just wonder, like, when you, like, before this whole thing started and you were like a teenager in California, what did life feel like for you? And what, what were your dreams? What were you kind of striving for? What did you want to study? And how did you envision yourself as like a grown up? So in high school, I went to an all-girls Catholic high school, Marymount High you School did? on Sunset oh, yeah. uh-huh, okay, with that. all my besties. And it was so much fun. It was like the dream childhood. I had the best life. Courtney was a grade above me. And we just had all of our same friends. And I thought life was so good. I love to have little side hustles all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I would always make these hair accessories and sell them at Fred (laughs) Siegel. And I just like love doing these little entrepreneurial things. And then when I turned 16, my dad made me sign a contract with him. Everything was about a contract. So I had to sign a contract if I got a car. I was responsible for washing it once a week and gassing it once a week. And if I crashed it, I was responsible for paying for that. So I did hit someone and I had to get a job to pay for it. And I got a job at a clothing store in the Valley called Body. (laughs) And it sold like, you know, D&G and Frankie B. Jeans and Diesel and all these like fun brands. And I really loved fashion. And then I opened up a store for them in Calabasas. And loved clothes and fashion. And did you like retail? Like the interaction? I loved with retail. People? Yeah. Yes. I loved retail. I loved, I mean, I did everything from like unpacking everything and steaming and hanging and sales. And then when my sisters wanted to open up a clothing store, I did it with them. They first were going to do it on their own. And I kind of pushed my way into that situation. <laughs> and then at the same time, our show started happening. So, and how did that happen? Like, how did the show come to be? So, my stepdad did a show called I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Okay. It's in Australia. Okay. And they had asked me to be on a version of that. Okay. Why? And that didn't work out. I don't know. It was just kids of okay. people in the business. Okay. And I remember my dad and I spoke a lot about like what I wanted to do and. I was really into all of his law stuff, Mm -hmm. but we talked about me not going into that. And he thought that that would be really stressful for me. Why? He just thought that it was a really intense job. He knew I didn't love school that much. And he, I got into college on the East Coast and he said, like, I know you got in and that's amazing, but I really don't think you should go because I know you're going to fall in love with someone and get married and you're never going to come home. (laughs) So I said, okay. And Courtney went to college in Dallas and I just, I wasn't a party girl. I didn't love it. And I would go visit and it was always the wildest parties and everyone was so wasted. And I thought, this isn't what I want to do with my life. I don't want to go to college for these reasons. Mm-hmm. And I loved, I was in retail and I worked at my dad's office. Okay. And I just did both for a long time. I just always loved getting up and having a purpose and no matter what my job was at his office and making his coffee. And that was just what I loved to do. While you're paying off the accident. Yes, yes. Yes. So he really instilled that kind of work ethic in you. 
Yeah. And that sense that like there was, it was a, right. If you get something, you're responsible for it and what that entails. And sweet. It sounds like you were really close to him. Yeah. So I mean, nice. you know what that's like. It's yeah. the best yeah. relationship you it could is. ever have. And I'll never, I'm so, so, so grateful. Like I feel so, like I was 23 when he passed away, 22. It's but so we, young. it's young, yeah. but like I'm so grateful that we had so much time. Yeah. Like I learned, I learned everything that I possibly could have yeah. from him. Wow. Yeah. Do you feel like, do you still feel him around? Do you? Totally. Yeah. Totally. And I love going to mediums. It's, I love it. It's I mean, fun. we were on a chat together and we <laughs> would invite during quarantine. We were on this group chat and there was a lot of people and we could bring someone in. I don't, were you ever on any of the medium calls? I don't think I like was on like John that. Edward. No, I missed that one. Or, I was bummed about that. Or the Long Island medium, I Teresa. Think, yeah, I was on with her. Yeah. Wait, that's the one with the really thick accent? Yeah. Was I on yeah. with her? I think I was on with yeah. her or some of it anyway. So I just love those glimpses of any kind of connection. Yeah. I always feel a strong connection. It's never, it's never left me. Mine's been sort of impermanent. I don't know why. It's sort of I feel like it kind of ebbs and flows. And yeah. I don't know. I, I I I want to feel him more than I actually feel him around. And maybe or maybe it's just so painful when I do feel him that like it Have makes, you ever had any intense dreams? I have, but they they've they've really kind of subsided in the last I mean it's like, well, years right? How how many years ago were you twenty three? Twenty years ago? Yeah. So yeah, my dad died twenty years ago too. So it's like it's yeah. a long time. Yeah, now, I've only you know? had one really intense dream that felt really real. And it answered a lot of questions that I needed answered. They always say that like there's this one dream that you'll have that will let them know they're okay and choices that they've made and apologize for anything. And I had that one and I always just like felt so grateful for those. But I'll, I'll with the medium, I'll get little bits and pieces. Nice. I just always am thankful or like grateful when something really amazing happens. I always like thank my dad, That's you know, nice. like I know you're up there helping out. <laughs> thank you. It's so nice. Yeah. So did you feel like you knew what you were getting into when you agreed to be? I mean, you couldn't possibly have known, right? That like... I kind of did. You did. I, so my best friend, I've told this story before, but my best friend, Allison, God, it was like 91. And I remember this. We were watching The Real World. Maybe it was like 89. And The Real World came out. The first one. The first one. The New one. York one. And I was like, this is what I want to do. Wow. And I said, Allison, this is what I want to do. You found your calling. And I said, when we're 18 – can we please make a video and let's go on the real world together? And she was like, babe, I love you. It's not what I want to do. But her dad's a manager. So she's like, I'll get my dad to call someone at MTV and we can totally get you on the real world. Oh my God. And I would say to her and my friends, I just feel like our life is so interesting or different and the dynamic of all of us. And we always heard that from people. Right. My story about how my stepdad was on the show and then I was asked to be on the show, a producer of that kept on saying, you guys need a reality show. Right. And then one of my mom's good friends from New York, Kathy Lee Gifford, call, was staying with us one weekend and all the kids are running around like, like we normally did. Mm -hmm. And she was like, 
you guys, this house is so insane. I've never seen anything like it. We're calling Ryan Seacrest, my friend, and we're going to, you have to do a reality show. Oh my God. And so they, she called Ryan, got us on the show. And I kind of knew like Courtney didn't really want to be on, but because of that, she shared so much because she didn't care. Right. She actually didn't care what anyone thought about her. So she was able to even though she was going to maybe not be on, right. it ended up she gave a lot of herself and her relationship. And we all were just down for the ride. And so were there, like, in your mind, what were, like, the KPIs for doing the show or what were, like, the things where you're thinking, if we do this show, I hope the outcome is X, Y, and Z? Or was it just, like, no. let's just see what happens? We thought we were going to just be on for like maybe a season. We didn't even think of a season two. We didn't even know that was a possibility. We thought right now this is fun. Right. We're going to do it. I think we were like a filler show that they needed to fill a slot on the network. And it just kept on showing us so many different things Mm -hmm. in this life. And we just said, we'll stop doing it when it stops being fun. Right. And there's been moments where we've all needed like our personal sit out kind of of the season where we're not so intensely involved if we're personally just having a hard time. But there's so many family members to pick that up. And then we, we ultimately share what that is, whether it's a family member transitioning or something really serious that we don't even know what's really happening and we all figure it out together. Right. But there's been some really serious moments that have really helped other people. Right. And I think that's kind of driven us to continue. And so how do you sort of adjudicate this is private and I don't want it on? Because as I said, I've started watching this new one with Apple. And there are some things that you you clearly have boundaries around, right? Like there are certain areas, like you're, it's sort of you're starting to date someone, but it's clear like you don't want it on TV, right? It's like you're not ready to. Well, I think that's the hard part, right? Right. Because like if it was us, if you're dating someone, they obviously know who you are and that you have a show. Right. But I don't think they're expecting, let me bring a camera. And I just, I want to get to know someone first. I want to like privately get to know someone. What if I go on a few dates and hate this person and would never want them to be on the show? Like that's a, a serious decision to even talk about it. But that's like really what's happening in your life and you're not putting it on. Like you're making the choice not to put it on. Well, I mean, I was in a relationship before and I, decided to talk about it. So I think that the tricky part is once you're photographed and you're seen out and you don't talk about it and you don't show it, how are you? Yeah. Then you're hiding something. Right. So I think this show, The Kardashians, is really good because we've been able to really share so much, so many other sides of us To where like that you couldn't that you didn't last time, for example. Yeah, I think the e audience just liked a different, maybe a jokier side. We're still like that, but if I talked about my law school journey, that would bore them to death. Right, right. And here is just like completely us, more documentary style, more what we want to do. But then that gives me the beauty to have boundaries, right? And to 
take my time, even if at some point I'll get there, mm -hmm. but that's on my time of when I want to share that. And I think that as we've grown up, we've realized the boundaries that we need just in life of what we'd share with the media. We have our friends. We have a completely private circle in life and do what we want to do. And that's so important also to have that. And so the beauty is you can show whatever you want and keep private whatever you want. Right. And then it's interesting because it creates, it's created this like insane marketing flywheel of sorts, yeah. right? It's like you show your life and then it creates all of this like excitement and interest in who you are. And then you guys have been able to create these amazing brands and like drive product. But is there a point in the flywheel where you like, are like, okay, well I better, I need to do X, Y, and Z to sort of keep, because it's, it's essentially like all about the, the fame at the end of it. Is that like for lack of a better word or the, like the allure of you guys as celebrities? And that's like such a key part of how the whole flywheel works, right? So is there ever like a time where you're like, we better, you know, let them see more to drive more interest? There's none of those conversations because I think that no matter what, Something, I think, fortunately and unfortunately, something always happens right. in our lives. Right, right. When, I mean, I remember, I don't even know what season it is now, but us as a family, we would sit down and have these like group family meetings where it would just be like, hey guys, you know, Scott would say, I want to quit smoking. Okay. I'm like, oh my God, I'm shooting whatever magazine, let's cover that. And we'd kind of all just map out as far as we could out what we had coming up. And this one season, we just were like, okay, guys, like all this stuff is like, I hope it's interesting to people. It's nothing crazy. It's just one of those times in our lives where it's pretty chill. And then literally the next week, like Caitlin came out <laughs> and we were like, what? Oh my God. Like, and it was like the craziest season, but it's like, even when you think, okay, we're just going to get to chill something happens and I don't know why the cameras are always on. They're Even there. if we, they just happen to be there, whether I'm in the gym and I get a text message and I see something about a family member, just the way that our luck is, it happens to happen. Wow. And we can say, you know what? That's not something I'm comfortable showing. Right. But at the end of the day, it's always out there. Right. So better to have it through your narrative. Absolutely. And show the truth of what's going on internally yeah. and to show that we are a family that goes through a lot of things yeah. and we lean on each other. I think at the end of the day, whether it's like fame or the products and everything that we we're talking about, it's just a family business. Yeah. And that's what drives everything. Yeah, yeah. More than the fame, more than anything. And... Well, the I mean, the the fame, what the fame brings, right? Like the 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 influence that you guys have the in, the followers and the you know yeah. and therefore like there's a channel that's created and then you guys can have these incredible businesses it's it's yeah. cool because it's a totally new business model yeah you know and people respond so much to what you guys are doing and putting into the world and I just think it's so cool and it's like all of these amazing women and then you know you see your sisterhood together and 
it, it's very special and weird and different and like yeah. it's amazing. And it all kind of started from my grandma. I mean, just seeing her like run a clothing store and just the the dynamic of her and my grandpa and she'd get up every day and he'd watch us, you know, wow. while she'd go to work and it was just really interesting to see that because that was the opposite with my dad's side of the family. And he was the one that would get up and work and my mom never worked. She was a mom raising all of the babies and being the best housewife and mom. But then when he passed away, her whole dynamic had to shift and change and she had to figure it out. And it was really interesting. Were they married when he passed no. away? No. Oh, they were. No, but she was married to my stepdad. Okay. But they were like best friends. They were really close. So why did they get divorced? I think she was 17 when they met. He was... 12 years older than her. They fell in love. She moved from San Diego to Beverly Hills. She had this great big life. And then I think at 30, she had had four kids, mm. kind of felt like she just wanted to explore a little bit after being with my dad since she was 17. Wow. I understand and that. she did. I totally understand that. And that- Was he heartbroken? Yeah. Um. And I don't think he ever really got over her. And he would say that, you know? And he tried and, you know, but. Let's take a quick break to talk about one of our partners. This year, we launched a new Goop travel series called The Goop List. I wanted a way to share annually what I found to be the best of the best, from my favorite places to stay in Italy to a truly special spa in Costa Rica. If you are inspired to travel more this year, perhaps because you perused our recommendations on the Goop list, hosting on Airbnb is excellent for people who frequently travel. The beauty of hosting on Airbnb is that while you're away, someone else can get as much joy from your home as you do. Alongside frequent travelers, Airbnb is also great for those who have extra space or an in-law suite that isn't always being used. If you've stayed at an Airbnb before, you know the unique experience it offers. Now you can share that same experience with others while earning some extra income. To learn more about hosting on Airbnb, head to airbnb.com host. Okay, let's get back to the conversation. Do you, is your dad, your relationship with your dad, is that like, do you hold that as like on some level? I always did like hold that as like I want, I would love this in a partner, like that, the totally. purity of that love yeah. and my dad's intelligence. Clearly not <laughs> for me, but yes, maybe that's what, maybe that's what I need to do. Yeah. Yes. That's probably what I will do so in the, the future. are the guys like that you've been attracted to, you would say fundamentally different to him, to your dad? Yes. In the past, but right. I mean, you always look at your dad as like the most unique, the most special, the smartest person. There's definitely qualities for sure yeah. of what I've seen yeah. from people or what I wanted from people in the past, but that should be the standard. I think so. I, I, I feel like I found that in my second marriage, you know, like that kind of unconditionality, Yeah, which I really- You can see that. And I love that. It's and I really love nice. you guys. Oh, thank you. And if you. anyone's listening and doesn't know a lot about Brad, <laughs> he is the most thoughtful birthday message person. <laughs> 
anytime we were on this chat and anytime it was someone's birthday, he would write a full paragraph of the best qualities about you and make you feel so seen and heard. So we just got a birthday message. He's a good guy. I can imagine that you have a really good relationship. Yeah, it's, 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 I feel really lucky and I feel like I, I, I always would have hoped to have that thing that I had with my dad. Well, in my case, like I had to do a lot of work on myself before I was able to really accept love like that. Because I guess on some level, I always thought, like if you think there's something wrong with you on some level and someone is totally adoring and unconditional, you think there's something weird about it, you know? So I had to do like a ton of work to rewire myself. It was so worth it. I know. It was so worth it. So Would you get married again? I don't know. You're such a romantic. I am. I am. I have this like fantasy in my head, like fourth time's a charm. It's exactly. Gonna, it's going to work out. And um, So your dad was right. You were going to get married first chance you got. Yeah, totally. I feel like honestly my last marriage was like my first like real, I think I was the first one. I just don't know what was happening. The second one. I felt like I wanted to be married so badly because all my friends were at that place and that's where I should have been. Right. And I didn't accept that that just wasn't where I was and realized that was okay. And then, and now I feel like I will definitely take my time and I would be okay for like a forever partnership as well. I have a lot of girlfriends that have been married, don't like the experience of it. Or that, or the ending of it, and don't want to go through that again. So are fine with a forever partner. I think I would definitely want. I would want a marriage, but I'm so happy to take my time. And do you feel like your the kid thing like is behind you? So that's or would so you? So do- I do. No, I do. I couldn't. <laughs> you pause there. I just, I just don't want to ever say never. Say never. I agree with. That. I'm at the like obviously right at the end of that conversation. And because I said I would have to have someone in my life for a while in order to make that decision. So whatever is meant to be will be. That's true. I I have absolute faith that you will be able to manifest whatever you want. I hope so. I have no doubt. I'm taking my time. I really do want to be single for a few years. I think that's great. I think, you know, we place this high level of importance on being coupled up in this society. I think it leads to people feeling, A, like I should be in a relationship when that's not necessarily the case. And we we shouldn't always, always be in a relationship all the time. And you miss such an incredible period of self-exploration if you're always in a relationship. Because the truth of the matter is, if you're really deeply coupled up with someone, like you're making sacrifices, you're putting them first, you're going places they want to go, you know, there's a give and take and they're doing the same for you. Right. So it's beautiful. And you're creating like this third entity together, but you lose the ability to fully operate like on a solo mission. And yeah, like just, I'm on a good solo mission right now. And I have my, I have like either sisters or friends that we're all in the same place. And that feels so good and fun. And I'm going to soak up every minute of it. And I'm, I feel like I'm just in a really good place. I've always been in, like, I'm, I'm the type of person that no matter what it is, I'm always in a good place. Like that's where I'm supposed to be at that time. So even if it seems challenging. Yeah, you're very sanguine like that. It's very cool. 
I've always been like that. Do you need like to have a flirt going on the side, like a text Kinda. flirt? Yeah, that's Kinda. like romantics. I always was like that too. So <gasps> yeah, yeah, I do. That's okay. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> That'll get you through a cold yeah, winter. Yeah, totally, totally. Can I ask you about something about your kids? Because I've, you know, in this age of social media, my kids, like our kids, they're probably same generation, minor, but minor on the older end, obviously. And I've always been like really freaked out about social media and like showing them in the public and them being on social media and getting, so like, A, how do you, how are you comfortable? Like you're comfortable with your kids in the, in public. Yeah. So how, what is your thinking around that? Like you're, you're just like, this is their, this is their lot in life. Mm -hmm. And because I think I get so hung up on like wanting to protect their feelings and, and I, I feel like I haven't had a clear like feeling around how to do this and, you know, like, would you let your kids be public on Instagram or are they, or I mean, I don't even know, but like. So I think every family is different. Yeah. Even within my family, how Courtney operates, how Chloe operates, how Kylie can, like, we always say every family is different. Right. So whether it's the snacks that we're allowed to eat or even those little things, right? Right. So. With social media, it is hard because all of our cousins, all the cousins, my nieces and nephews, they're all best friends with my kids. So they're all the same ages. So if Penelope has a TikTok, North wants a TikTok, and all the girls at school have a TikTok. However, I have made a rule with their dad about it. You know, he's not happy about that. I respect that. But it can only be on my phone. Okay. It's not not her own. Totally. Okay. And it's not something where she can scroll and look at things. Yeah, and because that's my worry too, is like what what is the feedback that these kids are getting? And then yeah. on top of that, like if they're famous kids, like or yeah. their parents are famous, therefore by proxy they're like well-known kids, like how how will you protect them against all of that noise or – Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I we don't do comments. We – Right. Know, because she's not scrolling on it. And she's the only kid that would be old enough to really be on it and have How a phone. How old is she now? She's nine. Okay. So which she is really understands. Young, but the way that she is so creative and the way that she loves to do TikTok and do these videos and she'll take my phone and she'll do skincare stuff and she'll do – she loves special effects makeup. So she'll be like doing these like scars and faces and bullet wounds and like she takes classes on it and that's what she loves to do. So she loves to show it and she loves to just, it makes her so happy that she's so innocent in so many ways that if I give her this creative outlet and she just loves to do funny videos, I mean, she'll do makeup and do whole movies with her friends, like how we used to do with like old, you know, VHSs <laughs> and like, but she'll do them and on the, on a phone and upload it and then they'll edit it and they'll spend so much time adding music to it and special effects onto the, I don't even know how to do it with all these like Photoshopping like iMovie kind of things wow. where you can add the music into it. She's like the Advanced. best director. Like she just loves so to cool. do this stuff. And so I let her, I take it as more of a creative thing. As long as it's 
age appropriate and they're having fun. And it's so annoying because I just won't have my phone for so long. Right. She'll take it and be doing that. So it's something that the cousins and all their friends love to do. They'll stay up all night long, all their friends, and just do these do like it. silly, fun. But why do they have to put it into the world, I, I guess? Like, I don't even think they realize that because they're not seeing comments and they're not seeing right. really what's going on. I think it's almost as if they don't even discuss it at school with their friends. It's just something that they love to do. And if they're monitored, I'm okay with that. Right. As far as I think for a minute, we tried to have a, an Instagram on my phone for our dogs that she would do. <laughs> and then she would like just take pictures of the dogs in like outfits and in different scenes. And that wasn't working for me. I was like, this is just too much access. Right. Right. So that only lasted like two days. Right. And I found a groove with her TikTok as long as it's me and her together. Right. And I'm there. And that works for now. Supervising. But it's a crazy world. I don't I don't deny that. I guess just too they're like these kids are digitally native. Like this is here to stay. We can't wish that they were being raised in an era without social media. So I guess in a sense, it's good to understand it. It's good to understand like what your personal boundaries are with it growing up, et cetera. But I also think they see that it's healthy that when I'm at home, I'm not on my phone the whole time. Yeah. So it's not like I'm sitting there checking everything and seeing I posted something on Instagram and what my likes are. Like they're seeing my habits of being super present. So there'll be a week, two weeks where we'll go on a trip and they won't even have their phone the whole time. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. When you talk about your social media, do you is there a strategy to that? It is so not intrinsic. Like it's so yeah. hard for me, and I know, like, have to do this to for my business. And it's really important, and so like, and you're so good at that. Like for, but I'm so bad at someone that doesn't want to put their whole life out there because I think you give enough, and you give like. It's intriguing and people see it. I mean, we can judge all day long and I could say, oh my God, I would never post that or that's way too much or I cringe when people start, you know, fighting on the internet and all of that and I've been in the middle of it, you know, where I'm just like, ah, you know my number, like just call me and I, I don't like that kind of stuff. But as far as like, to me, I look at Instagram like a magazine and I love posting what I think I would put in a magazine spread that's a great lens. Like if I was an editor, but I have different moods. Sometimes I'll post vacation pics and then I'll say, oh my God, like that's way too much. I can't believe I've been posting so much in a bikini. I just don't want that. And then I won't do it for a while. And then I'll say, oh, I missed that, you know? And so, is that part of the strategy? Like like you're you're the master, obviously, of social media. All all of you guys are. So like, oh, thank you. Do you think about? I think it evolves. I think it's just to me, it shows like what my mood was. I don't like to delete things, also. Okay. So I love to look back and see like where I was at even a year ago, and 
even down to like, there was a time when years ago when I loved to put white borders around my pictures. To me, it's just more of like a creative visual outlet. Like I don't take it that seriously. So I'll post and I'll never check the comments because I'm not trying to see a reaction. I just want to put out what I want to put out. So yeah, I use them for different tool. reasons. Right. I just got into watching TikTok because I'm forced because my daughter forces me to do like one or two every morning. You and put it you put something on TikTok? I don't yes, even have it's humiliating. TikTok. You shouldn't even go look. She makes me do these dances, these things. No it's way. like the raw me every like straight out of bed even if I don't want to do it she forces me but that's so interesting too because that's like obviously a very organic thing but then I'm sure there are people who are like analyzing you know what you're posting like well this is such great content because it's like the raw content and then there's the bathing suit and the photo shoot or whatever and it's yeah. like but it obviously and it's all different and that's probably why it works so well yeah. and there's I mean, I remember there was a time when, you know, I started to really study law and I started to spend some time in the White House and people were like, are you going to, internally, are you going to stop posting like a bikini photo? Are you going to stop posting this? And I was like, absolutely not. Right. Like, I want to be me. It's just my form of expression to put whatever I want out there. And this is also, you combine archetypes, like you combine these female archetypes. And we talk about this a lot at Goop because historically women are held in one archetype. You can be maternal or you can be intellectual or you can be sexual or you can be, and it's like the amalgamation of those things and the challenge that's inherent in like passing the bar and wearing a bikini at the same time is so punk rock. Studying for the bar in a bikini. I'm sure there are like classes on like, you know, in universities about like Kardashian feminism and what does it mean? But I think it's really cool. I think it's really, really strong. Not even intentional. It's yeah. just this is who I am. I'll never be that. I mean, the fact that but that's why I it got works. to take the bar in my pajamas because <laughs> of a time when we were at home, like, oh my God, I'm so grateful, you know, for that experience, not for COVID. No. I don't want anyone to take that the wrong way, but I'm grateful for that I can just, at the time that I'm doing this, these are the opportunities and I just, I'm doing it my way. Yeah. And there's always a way to do like if you want something bad enough, there's definitely a way to figure it out. And I had those conversations with my dad about how much I hated school and how he doesn't, you know, think that I'm going to sit there for years in law school. And it's like a big moment for me just inside to be like, I fucking did that. It's you know, yeah. like I can't believe it. Like I can't even, I hated school so much. I was just not a school person. Yeah. But the things that I'm learning pertain to my real life so much that whether I'm learning about, you know, I'm taking like real property right now and the course and it's like, yeah, of course I'm leasing this house and this, this. like I know exactly the laws now. That's so great. Because it, at this phase in my life, it just like pertains to my life. Yeah. So it makes so much more sense. And I'm so happy I did school and, and went to law school the way that I am. So what is your, like you have all the things that you're working on right now. And again, the podcast is so, it's really great. I listen to it when I drive to Santa Barbara. It's on, it's become yeah. like in my rotation now. And how, how are you 
what what do you love working on the most? And also, I'd love to know too, like with skin, how that started, and did that come out of your wellness routine? I mean, obviously, you're meticulous about how you look, and you're beyond flawless. And so, Thank it's you. like, does that come out of? Did that come out of that? Yeah. So I wanted to launch skincare always. And I was going to do that even when I had KKW Beauty. I had color and I had fragrance as a separate business, KKW Fragrance. And then I was going to launch KKW Skin. And I just felt like it was because there were going to be three different partners and manufacturing partners, it was going to be really hard to have one house for all of that in one place. And I really felt like- And one team? Yeah. Well, it was three different teams. And so I thought I really want- one team and not have to go to different offices. I want one team that's all in-house that there's one website. First of all, managing three different Instagram accounts, three different socials. Yeah, that's a lot. And telling everyone, go buy here and spend this shipping and product and go buy here. I just wanted one place Consolidate. where you could get it. Yeah. yeah. So in order to do that because of my contractual deals, I had to change my name and start one brand And I picked the name Skin, spelled S-K-K-N for Kim Kardashian. Very cool. I feel like all my brands, like Skims, it always has like Kim or something in it. And we're starting with skincare, but it's mainly everything for the skin. So it'll be color cosmetics and fragrance as well. So what happened to the other brands then? They, I, I... Ended those relationships because my contracts were up with those partners. So it was either I was going to renew or I was just going to start all over and do it together with a team that had done my KKW, like my whole in-house team. Okay. So And they migrated over and then you... Yes. It's nice. It feels like a fresh start. Yeah. I love a fresh start. I love launching a brand. It's something that I absolutely love to do. It is... So much work, as you know. I know. And I wanted to bring, especially launching and starting with skin care, I thought that I have learned so much in my journey. Mm-hmm. And I've had the best facialists, the best estheticians, the tried every laser, I've tried everything. Uh, you better you better send me all the contacts. Yes. And this I wanted to bottle that up. Face. Stop. Stop. <laughs> you look amazing. No, you do. And I wanted to bottle that up and and take everything that I've learned and work with my favorite esthetician and and chemist who really developed products that were next level. Like she had, she'd worked with everyone and she was like, I hope people don't just take this as like some celeb brand that you're putting your name on it because these formulas are, she's like some of the best that I've ever seen in such active ingredients that so good. I hope everyone just really enjoys and gets it. Yeah. And so I loved like taking my time and launching this nine step system that we really use. I know it seems like a lot. Do you do so it like every steps, day? Every morning and every, every night. Mor- you do? Yeah. Really? Literally? Well, now once you do it and you see how like your skin is glowing, you just can't. You can't you not just, do it. Yeah. You just, I start my, and I know I'm wearing makeup now. I don't wear as much makeup as I did right? now that I've gotten so my good. skin. And I think that kind of started in quarantine yeah, and just like having nowhere to go yep, and really developing something that made me feel really confident being out. It was out. interesting during quarantine to not, I mean, I barely wear makeup ever anyway, but. So lucky. Oh my God. You don't need makeup, please. 
But it was more of like an. I guess I love makeup. Yeah, so I love the. Yeah. I love the process. I love sitting I in my glam it. chair. I literally yeah. hate it. Like I want to scrape it off my face. I'm like such a tomboy in that way. I've started to feel that way. Yeah, and that's kind of a good. Feeling that is good because I like just wasn't like that. I love the process. Like when I'm out. But for my daily stuff, I don't care. You don't do the it way as that much. I used to. Yeah. But what isn't it interesting that like, you you know, I imagine if you're in quarantine and day after day, you're not getting in full hair and makeup, right? And you're not. Or were you filming and stuff? No. Only filming with our like we iPhones iPhones on tripods. Like I don't care to not like if I'm not in makeup, I don't care. I don't right. have to have my hair and makeup done to film my show. Right. 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 Yeah. But so the formulas, it's nine, it's a nine step thing. You do it literally, you really There's do some, it. there's an oil that's a more a day and okay. a night. So it's really only eight steps if you do everything. And one is a scrub. Okay. So you wouldn't use that every, every day. day. So okay. it's really seven steps. Okay. And um, it's what Apple, you sent me I some really and use. Apple stole it. So yeah, I have to get I'll a I'll send you set. some more. <laughs> and you'll just, I just want you to try it. I'm going to. Like all together. And I'm going to do the whole me. thing. I'm going to. And you'll be like, oh, shit. This is really, this is really, really good. good shit. Yeah. I'm going to look like you by the time <laughs> I wish. Okay. Oh, you know what I just want to ask you about, too, is when you were studying for the bar, which I thought was so interesting, and you were so diligent about it. And I remember when you were about to take it the last time, and you were like, oh, my God. We were texting. And I was thinking, like, what drove your – as you said, you didn't love school. Like, what was driving you to do that? Did it feel like if I if I pass, like I'll, it'll be a stamp of approval or validation on some level? Will it be like me proving myself to my father in heaven? Like, why? What drove you like that? I, in all honesty, I went to the White House to help. I remember try to get clemency for a woman that we were successful in doing. But I really had no idea what they were talking about the whole time. Interesting. And I was called back to have this like big clemency meeting at the Roosevelt Room in the White House. And it was all of these like really smart people, whether they were in politics or attorneys. And it was to try to perfect the clemency system because it does take so long. And everyone wanted my opinion and my advice, but they're all talking in such lawyerly language. And I just was, I was never afraid to like raise my hand and be like, what does that mean? Wait, what are you guys saying? But a lot of the times after so many questions, I would text my attorney sitting next to me being like, wait, what, what does that mean? And then I kind of just felt like why, if I didn't have to bring someone to translate for me and I didn't have to take that extra step and time is everything and I just learned it for myself, there's so much more I can do. And I just wanted to be independent. I wanted to be free Wait, from that. Wait, that's so cool that it was born out of your passion for social justice reform. Yeah. I mean, I just, of course, it would have been amazing to... I, I was always super interested. When my friends were having pool parties and swimming in the pool laying out and my dad was out of town, I'd be up in his office like going through his evidence books because I was so nosy and I wanted to see crime scene photos and I wanted to see like stuff I shouldn't have been looking at. Yeah. And that was all my friends would make fun of me and be like, get out here. Like we're all laying out. So it's not surprising to anyone that I would make that move if you know me. Right. Like all my friends. Yeah. But – the time that it takes, it's like a four-year program, two bar exams, 
at least 20 hours a week. And this time I had to double up on courses. So instead of doing two at a time, I'm doing four at a time because we lost some time with me not passing oh, right away. Right. So each time you'd have to wait six months before another test. And so I lost over a year there. So it's, it's like my main thing that I do right now. That's your main thing. I have my office that I study in and okay. I do three hours a day with a professor every single day. Wow. Six days a week. So cool. And then, yeah. And it's, it's honestly my time also now because I, it's such a routine for me. Mm-hmm. It's my time to not have my phone, to train myself that way, to be away from everyone. When my kids are in school, I drop them off. And if they're like, mom, stay. And if my, you know, littler ones get a little needy for me to stay for a little, I'm like, I have school myself. Right. So you guys are in school and I'm in school. And when I have my midterms, they're studying for tests. And I'm like, you guys, we're in this together. That's like, we can do this. So good. And if they're complaining, I'm like, I'm going to complain right there with you because <laughs> I'm just as tired of this. And what else is your day? Like, do you do you work Skincare, out? color, I want to hear the whole thing. My whole day. Yeah. I wake up at 540 every, every day, day. With an alarm. With an alarm. Your sister was so cute when I interviewed her for the podcast. So I asked her this question. I love She said no alarm. She She said she wakes up with, she she put a dream is a wish. Oh, totally her. Yeah, yeah. God, your voice is so good. (laughs) So good. So what's your alarm? Do you Um, have a? No, my alarm is the standard annoying. Okay. Wake you up. Okay. Alarm. And I work out at six to seven. Okay. And then wait, but do you have a coffee? Do you have hot water no. with lemon? What's your nothing. nothing? You have nothing, nothing until after you work out. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. What is your workout? It changes every day, but it's like I do mostly weightlifting. Okay. And so it's just like a body part. Today I did shoulders and back. Okay. Then I'll probably do legs. Okay, so wait, no no Pilates, yoga. I love Pilates, but I'll do that on the weekends. Okay. So that's my weekend workout. And do you do cardio? Not really. I do like 10 minute warm up of treadmill. Okay. Or Stairmaster. Okay. And then then at seven o'clock on the dot, I come in. I have a coffee. Don't really have time to shower. I have to get right in to wake up the kids. There's always coffee plain or with? No. So I just started drinking coffee when I started school, like a year ago, and na- and I don't You're like coffee. Cute. Brad just started drinking coffee, like really? in his forties. What That's is so it? Funny. Like, he like just has black. black coffee, but he oh. never like had coffee. Until so was- I need like oat milk. Okay, because you're sweet. vegan still. Ish. Okay. When I'm at home, okay, I eat plant based. Okay. When I leave, I don't put that pressure on me. So if I if it's like the option of hey, there's an oat milk. Latte. Something I prefer that now. Okay. And I prefer like beyond meat over regular meat. Right. So if there's those options. But you will if there's nothing else. Totally. Okay. And I just don't. If I, like I want to have mac and cheese, it's yeah. a flexitarian. I like that. Yeah. That's really good. But a majority of my time is vegan. Okay. So you have your oat milk latte. You wake mm-hmm. up your kids. It's so sweet. It's like probably as a drop of coffee. What do you put in there? Just like the... It's already sweet, the oat milk? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then wake up the, the kids, have about 15 minutes to 20 minutes to do my daughter's hair. She always needs me to do her hair. Cute. Everyone gets ready. We have about five minutes to do a TikTok. Oh, the yes. It has to be every morning. Every morning. And 
have breakfast really quickly. Okay. It's sitting there waiting. Which what on do you the follow? Table. It's vegan, but is it also is there vegan there sausage? No. You're gluten. You eat gluten. I eat gluten. Okay. It could be anything from like an acai type bowl to. I don't really eat that much in the morning. I don't know. Only if I'm starving. Okay. So, but breakfast is my favorite meal. I just usually have a bite of theirs, but they all have to eat. Okay. I drink my coffee, get in the car, drop them off. Then I come home and study. Right. So I have three hours of studying starting at 9.30 every day. Okay. And the goal there is to you take another exam? I have to take point? one more bar exam. Okay, there's another one. So there's like the halfway mark. Okay. And then two more years. And then it, oh, man. the other bar exam. And so now I can practice with like a primary attorney. So I can't like represent anyone by myself. Okay. I, once I pass the second bar, it's like the real bar that everyone takes. Okay. And I'll take that like with everyone else. And then I'm like officially an attorney. Okay, got it. And while I'm in that is when I have my full breakfast. Okay. All yeah. right. So I eat. Study. Study with the professor. And then if you're filming, does that Then if I'm filming into? afterwards. Okay. And then. Kids and then. School pickup. Do you go Someone pick them always up? have. I do drop off every single morning. So nice. I pick up as much as I can, but I'm always at the activities. So even right. if I don't pick up, then it's like, okay, I'll meet you at soccer. I'll meet at basketball, ballet, gymnastics. And you have like four, that. so you're going in all different directions. And always home for dinner. Do you all eat together? Mm-hmm. We do too. Mm-hmm. Family dinner. It's totally. My favorite time do you have of TV day. on during family Never. dinner? That's no TV, my, no That's phones. my thing is like, Sometimes we'll all watch a movie. During dinner? Uh-huh. Like it, it's on, like a holiday movie to get in the spirit. Okay. Or we don't, and we play games. That's nice. Yeah. I really believe in sort of the old-fashioned family love dinner that. with no electronics of any kind. Yeah, we have no phones. Engaging in conversation, no TV. Totally. We have no phones or That's anything. Good. But That's if it's great. the holidays and like okay. all the cousins are over... I'll allow it. A holiday we, movie in the and background. And we always do the peak in the pit of our day. Yeah, that's, that's what we nice. would do with our dad every that's dinner. Sweet. That's nice. Some people, we used to call it Rose and Thorn, but maybe oh, that's because that. we were in England and they called, yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. sweet. That's so good. Yeah. And then I go to bed early you or, do. you know, I started to drink a little bit in my, at the age of 42. Very nice. Yeah. Because you were not no. an alcohol Coffee drinker. and alcohol. I love this. This is yeah. a new, bold new chapter. Yeah. We're going to have like some I just fun. Gotta, like let, let loose a little bit, you <laughs> Good. know? So, what is that? Like, why? Why are you allowing yourself to let loose now? Because why not? You know, I just feel like I work a lot. And I focus really like all day after school, then it's like product meetings and testing things and packaging meetings and everything for skin. Then I always have some skims element. Yeah, of course. I mean, we didn't even talk about that. It's Four hour meetings at a time, six hour meetings at a time. I'll do product meetings. And are you in, in, in at all of any or all of your businesses, are you in board meetings? Are you like everything? Right. So you're. I'm in every board meeting. I'm in every fabrics meeting, design meeting, product meeting. I pick the campaigns for everything. I pick the talent. If it's not me and it's for skims. Even for skin, I pick the models, I pick the photographers, everything that we're doing, 
whether even a pop-up in the, the design, I'm always working closely with the team that I hire. Like I have to see every last thing. And are you involved in operations at all or like finance? No, no. Okay. so that I'm not. So I have a great team that I trust that handles everything, even from factories, distribution. I will be there for any questions or like in board meetings if we have any like issues. But as far as even in where we go in retail, I'll be a part of that conversation. But I, once I sign off on something, I do have a lot of trust in my team. And so I mainly focus on like marketing, design, fabrics, especially for skims. Like I'm still the fit model. I have to try everything I'm still on. the fit model for G-Label too. It's I'm, so fun, It right? is fun. Yeah. It is, but I do feel stretched then sometimes. I, I think, absolutely do. Yeah. I mean, you would have to. And we didn't even talk about the private equity thing you're doing with Jay Salmons, who yeah. I love. He's yes. such a great guy. I love him. He's so great. I mean, how great it's, is this? I feel like I've been having these conversations with friends, especially a lot of my friends in like San Francisco that mm-hmm. live and breathe this. And yeah. we always talk so much about how and why you want to invest in a company and what makes sense. And as you grow, you just, different people around you start to have these other kind of conversations. And Jay and I have been talking for so long. And when we talked about what we can do, it just was so exciting to me. And is it your capital or are you going to go raise? We're going to raise. You're going to raise. Yeah, we're going to raise. And are you going to fund it too? I will. Yeah, of course. I will. Jay will. We both really believe in it. I'm sure my family will. How the fuck are you going to have time to do all this stuff? So I've already had so many meetings with so many companies that we're interested in and that I'm so good at micromanaging my time. I really am. But even just to to maintain focus, to have the sort of brain cognition, to be studying for the bar. Once the bar, once like, once school's done, my life will be so much easier. Yeah. And my time, I won't even know what to do with myself. Even if I'm if I have a Sunday off, like Courtney said to me, you never sleep in. And I'm like, you don't get that luxury with four little kids. That just doesn't happen unless you're away on a vacation by yourself with no kids. So I just live my life that way. And if I have an hour, I'll dive into something else. I just don't ever feel comfortable just like laying around doing nothing. So my version of that has been to spend some time with my friends and have a drink And stay out a little bit later when I probably wouldn't have done that before. Even if I'm a little bit tired the next day in my workout, just that time. Yes, to be a a woman, to be a you know a friend, to laugh, to yeah. And and there is something about alcohol that you know I don't know. It's it's like a great delineator between like the seriousness and the push of the day. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's like there's an exhale in it. Yeah. that's good. I'm I don't think I would do that. that on a daily. I'm not a wine drinker. No. What's it's your not poison? A, just tequila. Tequila. Yeah. Just has to be like a, sh- a little a shot little. of pineapple and a shot of tequila. Perfect. Yeah. That's so good. I'm I glad can have you're two doing shots that. and I'm like, <laughs> so good. It's been fun. Thank you so much. This was so Thank good. Thank you. I could have asked you 50 more questions easily. Thank you. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Kim Kardashian. 
Thanks for tuning in. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. I hope you'll listen, follow, rate, and review all of our episodes, which are available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcasts.